Hey there, Stephen Meadows with Mind Your Business. I hope you're all doing well. And thanks for tuning in to the bonus episode named Being a People Person. Now, if you're in sales, it probably goes without saying that you're most likely a people person. But that's not always the case. Some people need a little bit of practice and a little bit of prodding to really blossom as a people person. So hopefully this episode will give you a few tips and tricks to bring out your inner people person. Have a wonderful day and make awesome choices. Be a person of your word. You will never be a people person if you aren't truthful and deliver on what you say you will. People will start to avoid you when this happens. You need to make sure that if you promise something, you will do whatever it takes to make sure you get it done. Of course, don't promise things if you feel you cannot get them done. You see this happen with companies all the time. They agree to anything customers ask for and then are unable to give them what they want. That is never a good situation to be in. People will react negatively when this happens. The company won't get more business and their reputation will be tarnished as a result. Don't let this happen on a personal level. Be confident in knowing what people are asking you to do. Don't agree just because you don't want them to become upset with you. They will be more upset if you aren't able to produce what you told them. If you agree to meet with someone, be sure to keep the appointment. There are certain circumstances where you have to cancel once in a while. That's okay, but don't make a habit of this. Being a people person means being dependable. It's also okay to expect the same standards of others. If you find someone who is not dependable, you may have to cut ties with them. This may seem counterintuitive to the whole idea of being a people person, but it's not. You are expected to be reliable, and you should expect the same from everyone you deal with. Of course, there are going to be occasions where people have to break appointments. This is normal and should be expected. Don't be too hard on people when it happens. But here, too, they shouldn't be repeat offenders. It's important to be understanding, but there is a point where some people will take advantage of this. When you are known as a person of your word, others will have no problem recommending you. In fact, they will start referring you even without you asking for it. This is one of the foundations of being a people person. Being a people person is mostly about common sense. It's about interacting with others and having some expectations for everyone you deal with. It's about developing friendships as well as work relationships. As you increase the number of people, you will discover what works best for you and those people. Being funny has its perks. If you can make people laugh, you can win most people over. You will be the life of the party, and it can make you a better people person. People will gravitate towards you because you fill their lives with joy and fun. Contrast this to being a so-called stick in the mud. Who wants to be with a person like that? People will do what they can to avoid you. Some people prefer that to being popular, but most people desire to be liked, and making others laugh is a good way to accomplish that. What if you aren't naturally funny? You can learn to be funny than you already are but it takes practice, and you may want to try it out with people you are close with first. You can judge by their reactions, and they are usually willing to tell you the truth. 
They will also be more forgiving if you say something stupid or offensive. You don't want to force being funny. That never works as people see right through it. You may know of someone who is funny, and you try to be just like them. This usually fails because you aren't them. Learn how to tell jokes, if you don't know how to do this already. You do this by learning more jokes and telling them. After a while, this will become natural for you. It may also trigger a funnier way of thinking. Constant exposure to jokes will cause you to think in a more joking manner. Take care not to tell offensive jokes. What constitutes being offensive is a judgment call. It's best to stay away from political or religious jokes unless you know the people well. In short, if you can comfortably tell your kids a joke, it should be okay for most people. Some people will get offended if you look at them funny, but there's not much you can do about these people. Simply ignore them. Sometimes, you can introduce sarcasm into a conversation, but extreme care is needed when doing so. For instance, when you are at work and a particular situation arises, you can make a sarcastic statement about a competitor. This should be fine and won't cause any controversy within your team. If someone from the competition finds out, it's all in the spirit of competition, and they will have to deal with it. It's your laugh at their expense. Of course, they will probably return the favor. Not being a people person could limit your employment prospects. In the job section of most classified ads, you will find listings for a people person. Even if it's not the heading of the listing, there is likely to be a blurb within the body of the text that specifies this. But, what if you don't consider yourself a people person? Further, what does it mean when it is listed? You have to wonder how much of a people person you need to be to effectively answer these ads. It's such a general term to be applied to a job listing. Do you need to have so many friends to qualify? Or will your social media status come into play for this to be a valid measurement? The truth is, you will need to be good at interacting with people to even be considered for an interview. Many potential employers will use the phone as a way of screening for good candidates. If you don't have a good phone manner to begin with, the hiring manager may not move forward to give you an in-person interview. Human resource managers are trained to pre-screen people for certain qualities. These days, it's likely companies will use your online activity to determine if you are a good people person. If you have scant listings and are not found online, this could cause concern for a potential employer. Companies use social media and other online channels in their businesses, so they want people to be well-versed. Be aware that companies may use negative social media behavior against you. If you are portrayed as nasty or confrontational, this could send a bad signal to companies. They may choose to pass on you when this happens. That's why it's important to be careful of your online history. It has a way of creeping up on you when you least expect it. The takeaway is companies want you to be active online, but in most cases, they don't want someone who is a rebel or a troublemaker. Of course, some companies may welcome this. But, overall, you will be playing it safe by being active with a more low-key approach. After a company does a preliminary check, if it wants to move forward, Make sure you present well on a live interview. You can make a great impression over the phone, and you may have a good social footprint online. 
However, this sets the expectation high. During your interview, if you don't show you are a good people person, they will feel you wasted their time and you won't get the job. Dealing with difficult people. When you are a people person, you're going to often come across difficult people. These are people who won't yield for any reason. They are unreasonable and will likely complain about everything. How can you deal with these people? Some people become apathetic in their situations. They used to care, but felt something or someone along the way just didn't care. Their reasoning is, why should they? When this is the case, you can usually break down the barriers by getting to the root of the problem. Ask questions of this person. Find out what is causing them not to care anymore. For others, who simply have a bad attitude, you have to handle the situation more delicately. The one thing you don't want to do is give in to them so readily. Sometimes, people will do this because they bark the loudest. But, you should only let them have their way if the solution is the correct one, not just because they are barking. One of the main solutions in dealing with difficult people is to have alternative solutions. For instance, if someone complains that a particular solution won't work, first ask why. If they come up with a valid reason, then offer alternatives. If they continue to shoot down every suggestion you produce, ask them to come up with a solution. Dealing with difficult bosses is a tougher situation, as the boss has the upper hand. Sometimes, it can be a temporary situation where the boss is dealing with personal problems. If you can get him or her to talk about it, you may be able to defuse the situation. Some bosses are unreasonable or incompetent. It's just their nature, and there's not much you will be able to do or say to change that. In this case, hopefully you have alternatives for your employment. Maybe you can get a transfer to a new department, or look for a job at another company. If all else fails, you can try to start a business. With the internet, this is easier to do than ever before. When dealing with difficult people, you have to try to get to the cause. It's only then that you will be able to effectively determine whether you can help the person overcome some obstacle that is making him or her be difficult. It will also let you determine if you need to move on from that person or not. Encourage your kids to socialize more. There are so many distractions for kids these days. The internet itself is a huge one. It can be a great tool for learning. However, it can be a tremendous time waster as well. Before the electronic age, kids went outside to ride their bikes or they played other games like kick the can and tag. If they needed to look something up, they had to head to the library. Often, they would use their bikes to do this. When there, they would talk to other kids and get yelled at by librarians to keep their voices down. But the kids would end up riding their bikes home from the library together. During these meetups, they would talk to each other and interact. They would laugh and learn how to read each other's facial expressions and body language. They would arrange times where they could meet up again and get a game of football going or something along those lines. Kids today are electronic geniuses. They know how to do everything with devices that, to their parents, seem like you need a college degree to master. Even when kids show their parents how to use something, it will soon be forgotten. Kids should continue to use social media and play their video games. That's part of the fun of being a kid. But 
there needs to be some room for getting together with friends. Physical play will help them become more adept at socialization that will help them when they become adults. When kids meet up with each other, it also teaches them about commitment. If you make an appointment with a bunch of friends to meet somewhere, they are going to expect you to get there on time or close to it. Many schools are experiencing budget cuts, and the programs getting cut are after-school activities. This is a shame because this is a crucial aspect of learning how to interact with others. Kids end up going home and getting lost in their digital universes. It would be irresponsible not to mention that more parents today have to work multiple jobs, which takes time away from being with their kids. This is understandable. It makes it difficult to encourage kids to get together with one another. It's also not as safe as it used to be to let your kids out for extended periods of time, and that is another sad fact in the world today. Still, if there can be room to get your kids to schedule physical meetups, it can be a great way for them to become people persons. Being a people person can help expand your network. We've been taught from an early age that we need to network. This is one of the best ways to find work or to find new clients for our businesses. Social media has helped in reaching out to others. However, that is no substitute for good old-fashioned networking. In fact, social media can be a crutch to hide who we are and keep us from networking in the traditional manner. You may remember a car commercial a few years ago where the parents of a teenage girl went out on an adventure with friends while the girl stayed home and used Facebook. The girl commented that her parents are disconnected in today's world. Meanwhile, the parents are out having fun and meeting face-to-face -face with friends while the teenager boasts having many friends but is confined to the house. Traditional networking still works, but it requires you to keep on top of your people skills. You cannot be afraid to reach out to people and suggest meeting with them face-to-face. -face. This requires courage and confidence. It takes effort and commitment, but after you experience it for a while, it will become second nature. It all boils down to learning new habits or reacquainting yourself with old ones. Try this on for size. The next time someone tells you it's his or her birthday, write it down on a calendar. Every year, send a card using snail mail. You would be amazed the impact this will have on the person. You can also do this on social media if you like, but you would be following many others doing the same. When you send it via snail mail, you will stand out from the crowd. Traditional networking is becoming a lost art, primarily due to the increase in social media. This is a shame because social media is not as personal as many believe. It also allows people to hide behind their social media profiles. There will be several instances where you won't even know if the person you connect with is who they say they are. This isn't to say you should abandon social media altogether. It is necessary and useful. However, it should not be the complete answer to being a people person. Put yourself out there and meet up physically with people. It will be an enjoyable experience, and your people skills will increase significantly. How to be a people person. Do you consider yourself a people person? If not, did you know it's not as difficult as you think? Use this article to help you with becoming more in tune with people. Before you start, you have to analyze why you aren't a people person. 
Essentially, list out your fears about meeting new people, speaking with others, etc. Be specific, as these can pinpoint why you have those fears. You can address fears more easily when you know what they are. After you know why you have those fears, you can use them to figure out ways to overcome them. For instance, if you find you don't like to introduce yourself, place yourself in more social situations where you have no choice. In fact, be the facilitator of an event. This means you will need to present at the event. Once you get used to introducing yourself, it will become easier. At that point, you can start to take an interest in others. That is a key to being a people person. Do this is to ask them to participate in your event. Perhaps you need a keynote speaker, or they can participate in another manner. For instance, you can ask them to collect tickets at the event, or manage one of the components, such as a concession stand, etc. Running events kills two birds with one stone. It gets you to meet people, plus you may find it is something you like to do. You could take on running events as a business. As you develop your people skills, you'll find it easier to find more events. Many people want to hold an event, but don't know the first thing about it. You can help them with this, for a fee, of course. If major events are not in your cards, then you can concentrate on minor events. Start out with local events held by your church or town. You can volunteer to be a lead for committees within these organizations. You want to force yourself to interact with others. That is the biggest way to break your barriers and start being more people-oriented. Sometimes it only takes one event to realize that interacting with others is not such a scary proposition. You will on occasion run into people who are not friendly or nice. Just move on and ignore these people as best you can. Being a people person can improve your dating life. If you are struggling to find a good person while dating, it could be your personality. If you are not a people person, you will come off as shy and possibly uncaring. There are some people who may look for these qualities, but overall, people want others who are outgoing. It's always better to be outgoing while dating than to be reserved. You can always tone it down if you are. It's much more difficult to increase the intensity if you are a shy person. Therefore, strive to be a people person and your dating life will improve. Of course, you should be yourself if you truly want to find the right person. But who's to say that being more outgoing is not within you? It could be you've just let it hide out for a while. As long as you can be yourself when you let the outgoing person inside emerge, you'll be fine. When you learn to come out of your shell, you will have more fun when you go out on dates. You will suggest more fun places to go, and you will be willing to try activities you may not have if you stayed in your shell. Your dates will also pick up on you having fun, and will be likely to want to date you again. Being a people person will help you during speed dating as well. You have a small window of opportunity to make an impression, and that is the point of this type of activity. It's always better to have multiple people wanting to date you than to hope that one will be willing. The best way to be more outgoing during dating is to make it all about the other person. Let them be the focus of your attention. Don't be creepy about it and be genuine. You want to be complimentary, but not appear as a player. Let the conversation flow naturally, but keep focused on the other person. 
It doesn't hurt to be humorous as you are dating. As you get to know a person, you can be more serious. But when they are getting to know you, they want the dates to be lively and happy. The tricky part is different people have different ideas about what is funny, so you will need to tread carefully. Of course, this can be a good way to weed out people right from the start. The one key ingredient to being a people person. If you could boil down one key ingredient to being a people person, it would be to listen. This is the one skill that will serve you well. In general, people are too wrapped up in themselves and don't listen. This is even more systemic with the proliferation of smartphones. You see people with their heads buried in these devices all the time. When you become a good listener, you will stand out from the crowd and people will take notice of this personal trait. More people will approach you, and in many cases, they won't even know why. It's not as though you announce to the world, I'm a good listener, come talk to me. It will happen naturally because you are listening. Many people mistake listening with giving advice. This is not always a good idea. In fact, unless you are a counselor or you are an expert in the subject of the conversation, you want to avoid giving advice as much as possible. You don't want to give people bad advice that, if followed, will lead to a difficult situation. Listening involves hearing what the other person has to say completely and then interpreting what is being said. If you need to respond, you can acknowledge what was said. Some people like to repeat what the other person says after he or she says it. This can be awkward for the person, but it is helpful to ensure that you're understood. You can also follow up with words of encouragement or empathy, depending on how the conversation is going. This is different than offering advice. You are letting the other person know you heard what he or she has said and respond accordingly. In most conversations, one person will speak about himself or herself. When the person finishes, the other person will speak about himself or herself. This is a common form of conversation, but neither party is truly listening to the other. Take an interest in the other parties and let the conversation be about them. You will have plenty of time in other conversations to make it about you. To further the conversation, ask questions about what was said. This shows that you are interested. People love to talk about themselves. Let them do this. Listening is a skill. Just like anything else, it takes practice. When you become a good listener, you will become more of a people person by using this skill to its fullest. What makes people afraid of being outgoing? Most people are drawn to people who are outgoing. In many instances, these people are not outgoing themselves. Somehow, they have become afraid of others. How did they get this way? There may be several factors at play. For one, when people have been bullied as kids, this can force them to become withdrawn. This trait carries with them into adulthood. We may have been taught to stand up to bullies, but many kids don't. They become afraid of the bullies and give in. Other traumatic experiences can cause people to become afraid as well. For instance, many people may have experienced the loss of a close relative when they were young. The loss of a parent or a sibling can be especially hard on children. They are trying to come to grips with learning about life, and this tragic situation occurs. It's enough to make them want to crawl into a hiding place and never come out. Sometimes it can occur later in life. 
If people mess up badly at work, they may get fired. They treat this as an affront on their personalities, and this makes it difficult to recover. When this happens, they don't look for another job and become depressed. It always appears when looking at the news that the world is coming to an end. This, too, can have a lasting impact on people, as they don't want to engage with others. Their thinking is why even bother when the world has such problems. If you find yourself in this position and would like to become more outgoing, there is hope. You have to take the right steps and gain some confidence in the process. Start by joining a club or going to meetings. A good way to start is to begin a hobby that you've been putting off. Make sure the hobby has groups where you can meet on a regular basis. As an example, there are investing groups for people who want to learn the process of investing. These meetings occur at least once a month. Many other types of groups exist that give people the opportunity to socialize. At work, consider taking on more responsibilities. Volunteer for tasks that are above the level you are on. This will force you to break out of your shell, as you will probably have to work with others to accomplish your tasks. If you are not outgoing as a result of some traumatic experience, you may want to consider professional counseling. It can be a great way to come to grips with the situation, which may help boost your confidence. Hey, one more thing before you go. I just wanted to tell you really quickly about an amazing service that I think you'll love. If you're in real estate and you are tired of trying to figure out social media content, I have got the thing for you. I helped a friend of mine develop a company called Gnome Marketing Group, and they offer Facebook page management for an incredibly low price. So basically how it works is you sign up, you make them an editor, on your business page, and they will post 12 different posts per week. So it's two per weekday, one on the weekend each day for you. You don't have to do anything. They they have hashtags and everything. It's really great. And it's incredibly cheap. If you go to knowthegnome.com slash coupon, you can sign up with my coupon code Stephen45 and get it for $45 a month. That's incredibly cheap for someone to do all your social media posting for you on your business page. Again, that's know the gnome, K-N-O-W-T-H-E-G-N-O-M-E dot com slash coupon and use my coupon code Stephen45, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-4-5, $45 a month. It's $30 off. It's an incredible price. I hope you take advantage of it. It's an amazing service. Have a great one.